Welcome to Exploring Video Games, a weekly gaming podcast. I'm Citrus Seltzer, and today is Saturday, May 2nd, 2020, and this is episode 57. This week I played Brain Age, also known as Dr. Kawashima's Brain Training. This is an action-adventure game-based series of games. It was first released in 2005 by Nintendo. It was a massive success and has been re-released with additions every couple of years since then. It's rated E and has warnings for mild surreality and fisticuffs. Uh, Each version is apparently just called Brain Age. They're just all called Brain Age and uh, people use the year it was released to specify. So this week I played Brain Age 2009. Uh, It's for the Nintendo Switch, but uh, I did just play it as a ROM on my Mac, which was successful, I think. I didn't notice any problems. Uh, And I played it on medium mode. There's an easy, medium, and hard mode. And this is an awesome game. I never really hear people talk about this, and I'm really glad I played it. And also spoilers for this whole thing. This is a pretty calm action-adventure game. It's kind of cartoony, but definitely not in a cutesy way. Uh, You play as Indra. You are a medieval peasant in what looks like medieval Europe. Uh, You keep stumbling on weird stuff. Uh, You eventually discover another realm that's kind of futuristic and sci-fi. Then you investigate that world, try to find some answers, and beat up some bad guys. Uh, It's a very fantastical game. It's also very gentle. Uh, It is, it is like meant for kids, I think. Um, And it's also very funny and weird, which I wasn't expecting as much, and I really enjoyed it. So you're Indra, you're going about your business, you are a bread baker. People in the town like you and your bread, and you help people out with various quests if they need it. Uh, You can also focus on the bread shop, which is really nice, and I obviously got into that. I love, like, domesticity stuff in video games. So that was a highlight for me. You can, like... Uh, you're just like only focusing on making the bread better and making the shop nicer to be in. There's no money involved. Uh, it's very sweet. And I have not played Animal Crossing, um, but all the parts in the home world, or the like inner realm in this game remind me of what I think Animal Crossing is like. Like very sweet, neighborly capitalism is not really involved yeah so the people in town have like mysteries that you solve there are a couple weird kind of magical things Uh, and then like a quarter of the way into the game you get access to the bathhouse uh, which I love the bathhouse I think it's the nicest setting in the home world Um, which I guess the home world is actually a little ugly but The bathhouse is where you find the computer, which is very cool and a little jarring. And I think it's based on the anti, uh, the anti-Kethera mechanism. 
Uh, and then you solve the puzzle and open the void, which is very jarring. I was really impressed by the Outer Realm, aka the Void, uh, and our introduction to it. It's very awe-inspiring, but it's also like presented kind of like quietly and understated. It's a very like contemplative feeling game. The soundtrack is kind of like droning, but it's pleasant. And there's like a lot of space, like physically everything's very roomy and spread out. So many like echoing hallways, especially in the void. The mood of this game kind of reminds me of the Zelda games where it's like a very fun action adventure game, lots of action, but it's kind of a calm, like pensive environment. So the outer realm uh, is very creepy. It's like an enormous white void. There's lots of hallways. It's intentionally disorienting. The layout changes. Um, I found it helpful to look up maps for it. I just like, yeah. In the void, you're mostly just playing games with the great cabbage. I found that I spent most of the game in the inner realm doing kind of like normal missions, uh, like with the townspeople. The cemetery in the inner realm is another highlight for me. Uh, this is also where you first meet the titular Dr. Kawashima. He is a very kooky scientist. He's only concerned with perfecting his tomato sandwich recipe. He's great. And you guys obviously collaborate occasionally when he has bread-based questions. So there's a ton of silliness in this game. Uh, the main, like I said, the main entity that you interact with in the void is the great cabbage. Um, he is like a very sage, godlike figure uh, in the form of a big cabbage. Uh, when you first enter the void, you have to, like, stand in an empty line, like, roped-off line, uh, and just, like, answer nonsense riddles for, like, ten minutes before the Great Cabbage decides that he doesn't dislike you and that you can hang out with him in the void. Uh, I also, some more silliness, I also love all the stray cat drama in the inner realm. Very cute. This is a very musical game, which I have not really encountered yet. Um, so that was cool. There are a couple cutscenes that are just like musical numbers. Very fun. Uh, I will say I'm not a musical person, but they are like, I was like genu generally delighted and impressed by the musical stuff. And definitely look up the recipe variants song. Uh, it's very catchy very sweet uh so this is a very quick game i finished it in five and a half hours i found it to be a pretty easy play very fun very propulsive very cute very funny i honestly wish it had been longer and i don't know if i'm gonna like seek out the other brain age games but if i don't know I'll keep an eye out. I definitely wouldn't mind playing this again.
So yeah, I love this game. I definitely recommend it. There are a bunch of games that I've played for this podcast that are like massively successful, but in my opinion, underrated among like pretentious nerdy gamers. And this is definitely one of them. And I I think that's because it's like it's a kid's game. It's rated E and it is so successful. But yeah, this is a great game. Play it if you can. Uh, Next week, I'm going to play Monster Hunter World. I don't know anything about that. I was kind of just looking at lists of best-selling video games. And I'm excited to see some monsters. I also have just found that you can play Tony Hawk 2 online. Like, you don't have to download a ROM or anything. So I might be talking about that because I loved that game as a child. Yeah, great game. Okay, you can reach me at exploringvideogames at AOL.com. The website is exploringvideogames.tumblr.com, which is where I upload the screenshots. And it would be awesome if you could rate or review the show on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.